Welcome to the Opinions on Pickens podcast, the sports show where there are no fouls or flags, only baskets and touchdowns. Here's your host, Alyssa Butterson. Welcome to Opinions on Pickens. I'm Alyssa Butterson. So excited to be here with you all today to jump into all the NBA talk there is to talk about. But first, let me introduce Coach G. You know, the one and only. He's here in the place to be. Coach, thanks for being here. Hey, what's going on, people? How y'all doing? Is your boy Koji in the building? Hope everybody's, you know, staying safe, staying cool, staying positive, staying hydrated, staying prayed up. OP, what's good? Y'all feel me? I feel you, Coach Gant. I hope you're ready to talk about some NBA because I know you've been as excited, if not more, than I've been about these games, specifically Sunday night with these crazy Game 7 performances, why don't we go ahead and start off with the Celtics taking down the Bucks in Game 7? Coach, this was not only a, a huge game for Giannis, it was a huge game for Grant Williams, 27 points, 7 from 18 from the 3, crazy game for him. What were your thoughts on the way the Celtics were able to wrap this up and move forward to play the Miami Heat? Hey. Hands hands go out to the Boston Celtics. You understand? I had no idea. You know, it was kind of looking iffy. I know everybody, a lot of people were picking the Bucks, But me, I stayed strong. I stayed with the Celtics. Like uh, A.B. said, uh, Grant, <laughs> he had a career high. He played out of his mind. He took the most shots on the team yesterday. In, in a, a big, big game seven matchup. I mean, the rim looked huge to him. He also had the job of guarding Giannis. And that in itself is exhausting. And to go out and put up big boy numbers, ball out against Giannis on both sides of the floor. I mean, kudos. I mean, Tatum, he had a couple of games where he was shaky. And we didn't know whether the Celtics had enough gas. You know, Jalen Brown was, I mean, he, he was playing pretty consistent. Uh, Mr. Al Horford came up big. And I, I think what game two or three or so, I mean, the old man, he played out of his mind. And, you know, the Celtics, I mean, the number, one, the number one defense in the league and in the playoffs. So they say, you know, offense, you know, scores points and it's flashy, but their defense win them chips. And the Celts, hands off to y'all, man. And I knew it was going to be a tough task for the Bucks with no Chris Middleton in the building. And I think that um, it kind of came to fruition toward the end because you see you need a Chris Middleton to uh, knock those mid-range shots down. You know? You brought up some great points, Coach G. A few of them I want to touch on again. Number one, the loss of Chris Middleton during this series for the Bucks. Now, you said before many were – favoring the Bucks to win this series, yeah. which it, to me is kind of silly because in my eyes, it was somewhat a win for the Bucks to make it to game seven without Chris Middleton, as you said. I mean, Giannis was 
pushing the gas on 100 for every single game. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about some of these stats. I mean, because they're absolutely insane. Okay. This series, Giannis not only scored 200 points and had over 100 rebounds and 50 assists, he also averaged over 40 points a game from games three to game six in this matchup. Now, coach, there's not more not much more at all you could have asked from Giannis. No, I mean not at all. And you know, Drew Holiday, he did what he can do. Uh Portis, he was he, he was like a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. He was kinda up and down on the you know, throughout the series. But you know it really came to bite him in the ass also, with no Chris Middleton, you don't have a PJ Tucker either. PJ Tucker, he's now down on the South Beach, balling down there, going to the Eastern Conference Finals. We get to that later. But I think you missed that piece. You missed that dog on the defense. And, you know, I mean, Lopez, Lopez is, he's formidable, but at times he's a liability on defense. So, Selks, man, Tatum, I mean, I, I love those guys, yo. I love them. I think Lopez is very reliable, but yeah. I don't think he's that person to step up and be that missing Chris Middleton when they need it. Yeah. And yeah. that was shown in game seven. It was definitely shown. And, you know, you guys were the defending champions. Now you got the offseason to think about, you know, you got to get some, some make, make a few moves, I think. I think Giannis was kind of looking around like, yo, I need a little more to work with. Just give me a little something. I love the city. I, I mean, I, I love the front office. Yo, let's step it up a little bit. Let's get a, let's get a, I really think they need a true point guard in there. You understand? So, let's see. I agree with it all. I want to make one more point on the threes for this game. Now, the Celtics made 22 threes in Game 7. Now, not only to add, the Bucks went 11 for 62 in threes in the last two games, while the Celtics were 55 to 98. <laughs> I mean, those numbers, I mean, that ratio is impossible to beat. Mm. Something like that. These guys, and by these guys, I mean Jason Tatum, Smart. Brown, oh, man. all these guys are making threes and right. they're making them at pivotal moments when yep. they need to step yep. up yep. and make them. I mean, Marcus Smart, good God. That's why he's the defensive player of the year. I mean, he's just a rough rider. If you ever seen one, you understand? And I, I mean, I love what he brings to the table. He has, you know, a motor. He has a spring. And he, I mean, he's just everywhere. And I mean, the Celtics team, man, they're, they're, they're long, they're scary. They're athletic and they're young. Stay tuned. Stay tuned because now we have the Celtics who are now advancing to take on Miami Heat. The first two games will be in Miami. Looking forward to seeing that starting on Tuesday, so May 17th. Rich. Let's go. Let's switch this over a minute, though, and talk about the Dallas Mavericks and Luka absolutely dominating the Phoenix Suns at home, nonetheless, in Game 7. Now, Coach, I got to know, where were the big three for the Suns this whole game? Did they show up? <laughs> nah, man. You know, at one point, Luka had, had out outscored the, the Suns team himself at, at one point. And I, I don't, I'm really speechless because you got one of the greatest point guards to ever play the game in Chris Paul. You got... Up and coming star in, in, in book. You got, you know, a dog in, uh, DeAndre. And you got, you know, some role players. You got Crowder. 
I just, I don't know. I don't know. I got to get my hats off to Mr. Jason Kidd himself, the Hall of Famer. He really coached his ass off. He, I mean, he really, really, really coached his ass off. And I think they kind of neutralized Chris Paul on the defensive side, on the scheme. And he was like, yo, we'll, we'll force Booker to be, you know, Booker can have his 50 or whatever, but he didn't shoot well at all. I think well, last night he had, what, 11 points, I think. 0 from 4, 0 from 5, and 3 points. Um, it just wasn't a good look. And Luca's going crazy. I mean, that kid, I mean, whew, it's scary, man. He's only 23, 24 years old. And he, he left the game with 35 points, but they took him out so early. I mean, he yeah. could have had a 60-point game. Yeah, right. You if know? we want to be honest. But at this point, I hate saying it, largest deficit in NBA history in a, a game down, 7. Bro. 123 to 90 yeah. at home. Think about it, coach. You got your family, your girlfriends, your wives, everybody in the stands, you know, they're ready to celebrate with you after the game. I mean, you're the number one team in the NBA the whole, basically the whole season. Yeah. Killing it. I mean, you won 64 games. Was it a mind thing? What happened here for the Suns? What went wrong? It was just adjustments in the matchup, you know. And in playoff basketball, you know, the game slows down a little bit and it becomes a half-court game. And, you know, everything looks all good and flashy when you're running and gunning. But when the game slows down, how, like, but you got okay, it's one thing. It's one thing to lose the game. But by 30 points at the half, the Phoenix yeah, Suns? They were getting beat down. I, I don't understand. I, I, I don't understand. What are you even telling your, your teammates at halftime? If you're in that locker room, like, is there hope for you at that point Yo, or no? Let's just keep keep going, keep grinding, moving forward. See, can we chip away? But it was no chipping. And it was, I mean, it was just, it was a, a beat down from tip off to the buzzer. And, I mean, they didn't have, you know, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. I mean, he he's out of the series. Like, it's, ah, I'm speechless. Once again, I'm speechless. I just didn't see this coming. Shout out to DJ Slinky, man. I know you, I know you're really happy right now. Cause we were, one day you came to the school to pick your daughter up, and I handed you a broom. Have the game, have the game too. Cause I thought y'all boys gonna get swept. Shout outs. So, are people, and when I say people, are these teams afraid of Dallas, or are they afraid of Luca? No, I mean, Luca's. Are the Warriors he, worried about the Warriors? Ain't worried the about that. No, man, no. No. The Warriors been tried and tested too many times. They're not worried about that. These boys are vets. So they're scared of Luca. Nobody's scared of Luca either. He's nice, but come on, man. This ain't when you're going in and you're playing a team that's, you know, huge, and you got this one player, he's 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 like 6'11", 300 pounds, and the rest of the team is 5'10", 150 pounds, soaking wet. Nah, man, these guys are professionals. And you know the Warriors, they play at the highest level. They played at the highest level. They're back. They're still, they're still in a championship. They eight wins away from another chip. Their fourth chip. Steph wants his fourth chip. Draymond wants his fourth chip. Clay, wake up, Clay. I need you, Clay. Need you. Pooh, we need you. So I, I see that we've transferred over to this topic. I'm glad we brought bad. it over. It's okay. You, you're talking about somebody it's scared right. of somebody. Right. Nobody's scared okay. of Luca. Luca bad, but ain't nobody scared of Luca. Nobody's scared of him. We're nice, though. So, of course, we all know it's now going to be the Warriors and the Mavs. What is going to be 
the biggest thing the Mavericks are going to have to overcome to even make a dent in this series. It's going to be a good. It's going to be another great series. Is this going to go to seven? It has a possibility going seven, but I. Like we'll do that on Pickens picks. I, I I say what the series gonna go when we get Pickens picks, but you don't have to tell us your pick yet. Just is it gonna go to seven? Six. Because if it goes to seven, then you know you think the Mavs will take it. Mm. Okay, I, I won't push it. I won't push it. I won't push it. Mm. But of course, you know what I'm excited to talk about. I'm literally just like anxious as hell. So excited to bring it up. It's gonna be the Celtics. And the Miami Heat facing each other. The first two games will the be Heat. in Miami. Second two games will be home in Boston for the Celtics. Back to Miami. Back to Boston. And then if we have a game seven, it's going to be in Miami. Man, I thought it was the 76ers. It's the 76ers. Disappointing exit. <laughs> flop. Doc Rivers. Oh. Is he coming back? Who knows? You know, let's not even talk about him. Beat. Let's not no. even talk about them right now. Don't, don't, don't blame Doc, y'all. Don't I'm, blame Doc. I'm excited for the, for the Heat right now. Don't. Bring this vibe down. My bad. So since 2005, no team has been to the East Finals more than the Heat and the Celtics. Now, this is a rivalry at its finest, Coach. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting to me is these are two teams that I think is going to be a great matchup, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Right now, the Heat are a little bit worried about Kyle Lowry he's been in and out, you know, day to day with his injuries. The Celtics right now are pretty healthy. And I feel like both of these teams at a hundred percent capacity, this series will go to a game seven. I'm seeing again, I'm getting game seven vibes. Also, this is going to be a good, this is going to be a good physical, physical, physical matchup because Miami, they get after you and they are rugged. They're, they're a physical team. I mean, Jimmy Buckets, he's a rough rider. He's a dog. And like you just mentioned, they have that piece, that P.J. Tucker now, who is a vital piece. Duncan Robinson hasn't even been on the lineup. It's been Hero in there. I mean, you have Jimmy Butler, you know, Kyle Lowry in and out as he can be. All those people can drop double digits every single game. Yeah, I don't don't understand that Duncan Robinson not really getting too much playing time after you give him a – a it's huge extent, a, a, a five huge, year, yeah, yeah. hundred million, something, something like, like something, that. It was something like that. Something so big. He in the doghouse. Yeah, something happened because he has or, he's had one minute in the whole playoff series. Or, he, or, he, or he's not healthy. I don't know what it is. It might it probably come out later. But I mean, it's, I, I'm 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 excited. Everybody talking about Bam Bam going to do all this, and you know, okay, cool. We'll see. We don't know if like how is uh, Cal going to be used. Is he going to be in the starting lineup or is he going to come off the bench? You know, I mean, Coach Bolstra, I mean, he's one of the best in the game. He's been before. He's tried. He's tested. He's true to it. And it's, it's going to be really on the matchups. And this, I mean, Buckets, Tatum, who is the pressure on? I mean, I, I would say more pressure is on Jimmy Butler to get it done and to try to get back to – the uh, NBA Finals, because, you know, what the Lakers did to them in the bubble, I don't know if we count that or not, but it still was, you know, uh, a Finals nonetheless. So I, I think those guys are hungry to get back to the Finals, but we got one obstacle, and that's that bad man, Jason Tatum, baby. And Jalen Brown, man, that, that love he threw, the, that love that Tatum threw to Brown, oh, my God, it was sweet. <laughs> 
yesterday. You understand? You, know, you dig me. You dig me. You hear me? I feel like you're so biased. Like, everybody already knows you're picking picks, Lord Jesus. You feel me? Can't even, like, give them no hints. It's, it's like, no, like no build-up. Like, the build-up, nothing. no build-up. Like, like, you're going straight, dun, 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 nothing. I'm going like, straight through the big wall. The, oh, no, is that how? The brick wall. The big wall. The brick wall. <laughs> straight to it, huh? <laughs> straight through it. Like the, like the Kool-Aid man. Now, in the regular season, Boston went 2-1 against Miami. Miami did take... The last season regular win, 106 to 98. So this is a very tight, you know, a margin. I think both of these teams are ready to play. I think they're excited to play. And I think, you know, these are some dogs out here, as Coach yeah, Q would say. Like, I think dogs, both man. of these teams had some dogs on them. Because, I mean, at one point, you know, the Celtics, they were struggling at the beginning of the season. And, I mean, they were like, you know, like eighth, ninth seed at one point. And then they just start grinding and they start figuring each other out. And then they start climbing and climbing and they got super hot. And guess where they at? The conference finals, man. It's, it's just crazy to, to, to think about what this team was with a, with a, with a, with a Kyrie Irving. You understand? Like Kyrie's only two, three years removed from this team. And these boys, they kept, I mean, they, they kept going, man. And I'm proud of them, man. I, I love it. I can't wait for this series, man. I'm getting chills. I do want to ask your feelings on which superstars kind of stand out to you. I know you mentioned a few on the Celtics. You said smart and you added a few others, but let's talk specifically Luca Butler, Tatum and Curry. Who do you think is going to go off the most in these series? I mean, that's a weird question. I think everybody's going to be, you know, consistent, but I think, you know, Luca, he's playing with house money. So he, he has free range, and you know, you know what to expect from Jimmy. He's going to bring the intensity. He's going to bring the the dog. I mean, Tatum, that boy, sweet, sweet stroke, sweet game, man. He's just so smooth. And Curry, come on, man, he's the best shooter of all time, and he he's going to be the the razzle dazzle, you know, shooting from fifty feet out. And I just, I think Lucas probably going to be the most consistent. Out of the four players, but who knows? I mean, all of them can go for 40 on any given night consistently. So I'm going to look at them just to answer your question. Let's jump into our favorite part of the show. I know it's mine at least. Coach doesn't want to admit it, but it is his favorite as well. Pickens picks. Now let's start up with one of the most obvious. We got Celtics taking on the Miami Heat. I don't want to know game by game. I want to know who do you think is advancing to the finals, Coach G, when it's all said and done? Man, I got I got Celtics in seven. If you hadn't already known, uh, that's been my pick from day one. I'm rolling with the Celtics. They, they, they just got something special this year, I feel like. You know, a new coach. You know, Brad Stevens is in the front office doing a great job. Like, it's, this team has something magical going on in Boston. And I, I don't you know, I don't want to burst your bubble because I, I I know you're a Heat you're a Heat fan, but I think it's Celtics year. So I got Celtics in seven. How about how y'all feel? How y'all feel out there? You got Celtics in seven or six? Could be six. Well, I don't know what they're talking about right now, but I know what I'm saying is I'm not talking with my heart right now. I'm what talking with going? my head, and my head's saying whoever doesn't say Heat in six or seven. 
Hell, we not, might not just go ahead and do a whole sweep on y'all boys just because. Why not? A sweep? Just to advance real quick, you know, uh-huh. move on. We're not worried about them boys. Yeah, we, we've keep, seen Tatum play. We've taken the regular season. We've taken the regular season to, you know, adjust our game, as you said. We, I mean, we have a $100 million player sitting on the bench because our coach is one of the best to ever do it and ever will. And Spolstra is going to take us to that next level. Butler's going to take us there. Hero's going to take us there. Lowry's going to get his shit together and take us there. PJ Tucker's going to take us there. All of them are. And I'm riding with Miami. I'm with that Heat, DJ Khaled on the sidelines. Summer in Miami, you know, Jim Jones, all that kind of stuff. Summer in Miami. I'm here with all of it because I'm riding with the Heat. I wish I was there to cheer y'all on because I'm telling you, it's going to be the Heat Warriors. It's going to be the Heat versus the Warriors. So that's already given you my pickings pick for the next one. I shouldn't have done it, but I did. Coach, I got the Warriors. You- and Dallas has done a great job. Don't get twisted. I think it may go. And like he, I just said to him, if it goes to a game seven, Dallas really could take it. But I think it's going to be Warriors and six. I got Warriors and six games. Of course, like my picks from day one, Warriors, Celtics, since the playoffs started, you know, toward the end of the regular season. And we're going to see, was Coach G right? Y'all betting with me? How y'all feel? Because I just, this is going to be a great series. It's going to be a great series, but I, I got, you know, Warriors going to be in six. And uh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to celebrate Warriors and the Celtics. Let's go. Summer in Miami. I hope y'all are rooting for the Heat. If not, you know, let's go Celtics. I think it's overall going to be a great match. Yeah. I'm excited for this Warriors-Dallas Mavericks matchup. And, you know, Mark Cuban has been keeping me entertained this whole time as well. Love to see his clips. Carolina baseball, get your shit together, man. I mean, congratulations over the weekend. You took two out of three against Kentucky. You guys kind of needed that to give you some momentum. And hopefully we can get get in the the tournament. We get a good seed in the SEC tournament. And we can make a run to try to get uh, into the NCAA tournament. Because I mean, you, you guys are young. You got some some pr- some pretty good kids, but pitching either we pitching well and can't hit, or either we crushing the ball and we can't pitch. So we got to find a perfect medium to try to figure something out. Because I want to see you guys advance. I want to see you guys get in the postseason and see what happens. Anything can happen. You understand? Are all the Chad Holbrook haters kind of like sitting back and rethinking their decision? Yeah, I know some people was like, man, we should have never got rid of uh, Holbrook, but. You know, he, he's doing well. I think he's at uh, College of Charleston. And, uh, you know, Kingston, now people saying, is Kingston the guy? Does he manage the game well? I don't know. It remains to be seen. I just want you guys to get it together. Because, I mean, I love, I'm a baseball guy, of course. And I just want to see you guys uh, getting into postseason play and see what happens. I mean, you never know. Shake a few things up. Because you can't beat a tough team like uh, – North Carolina, and then you lose to uh, USC Upstate, or you lose to the Citadel, which is a disaster down there, but they're playing okay. I just, I want to see you guys succeed and see what happens. That's that's my rant for the day. In other USC news, Raiders trade former USC wide receiver Brian Edwards uh, and a seventh rounder to the Falcons for a 2023 fifth round pick. Okay, yeah. Oh, I mean, that's I Falcons think, still gonna be ass this year. So I was I was reading some things earlier, listening to some some radio, 
And you know, the, they're saying the Falcons might not be that bad. They're, they're, they're saying the Panthers are going to be the worst team in the league. But, you know, Falcons, I think, that, you know, that's a good spot for Edwards, especially with Kevin Ridley going for the season. And so I so think. So this Falcons team's a young team. Yeah. So I think he can, you know, line up on the outside and play well. And another wild thing is no player left in Vegas from the John Gruden era. I mean, you can't say Derek Carr because John Gruden didn't draft Derek Carr. But everyone else, they're gone. Like, John Gruden really made a disaster out there. You understand? Yeah, we understand that. That's that's crazy, but, you know. That's for another time, folks. That's for another time. And shout out to Edwards, man. Get ball out, man. Ball out. Don't stall out. You Coach, know? send your love out to the people. Hey, man. This is Coach G, man. I love everybody. hope y'all love me. And, you know, y'all know to see me. Catch me on the book, you know. L E V O N G A N T T. Hey, the sexiest. That's me. <laughs> OP, baby. I'm feeling myself. I just got out of the gym. Yo, I just got thrown off. Sorry. And as Coach G would say, you know, love light, live flight in the place to be. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, I'm your host, Alyssa Butterson. Keep winning. Peace. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram at Opinions on Pickens. Please like and subscribe to us on YouTube and check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, keep winning.